0: There's one mistake that I see new podcasters make all the time. In fact, even some of us old veterans do make this mistake from time to time. Today, I'm going to share with you what that mistake is and how you can keep yourself from falling into that trap. What's happening, podcasters? This is 1000 Podcasters, and I'm Brian Ensminger. I'm a podcaster and a podcast editor, and I want to see you be successful with your podcast, This particular episode is inspired by the 30-Day Solo Podcast Challenge at BigPodcast.com, and it's also part of National Podcast Post Month. You'll find links to both of those in the episode notes. Today, we're talking about mistakes, and particularly one mistake that I see most commonly with new or aspiring podcasters. But before we can talk about that mistake, I think we need to understand a little bit about why people tend to make this mistake. So, I'd like for you to think back if you don't already have a podcast to when you were starting your podcast. Do you remember what that was like? I know that I do because there was a lot of stuff. There were a lot of things to figure out, a lot of decisions to be made, a lot of stuff to be done. I had to choose a microphone and an interface, and I had to choose the software that I was going to use to record and to edit. I had to choose the media hosting service that I was gonna use. I had to create or get graphics made. I had to build up a website. I had to choose sound effects and music. In my case, I decided to have a voiceover person do the announcer thing, so I had to get that done. I had to write the descriptions. I needed to define who my ideal listener was and what they wanted and all of that kind of stuff. And then I also, once I got the show up and running, I had to get it submitted to the podcast directories, starting with the ones that I thought were the most important. And frankly, this kind of thing can be overwhelming. I do remember that time. And I remember that I needed help. I actually took an online course to help me get all this stuff kind of figured out. And that brings me to one of the things that I think is is great, there are a lot of answers that can be found out there. Yes, it can be overwhelming, but there are a lot of answers to be found. You can sometimes find answers in Facebook groups, or you can find website articles or YouTube videos showing you how to do stuff. A lot of great material out there is available for free. Unfortunately, these kinds of things don't always agree. You can find one YouTube video that tells you how to do it this way. You can find another YouTube video that tells you how to do it this way. And another YouTube video that tells you about the thing that both of those particular videos might have forgotten. And a lot of times these great resources are put together by people who are well-meaning, might even be well-informed. But because they have a different system for how they do things, how they how they do different things, they don't agree. And they might even think that the other person is wrong. And this can read, lead to a lot of confusion. I mean, think about this for just a second. If, I, I know that I gave this example a couple of days ago. If you've ever asked, what is the best podcast microphone? Really reasonable question for a new or aspiring podcaster to ask, basically, what microphone should I buy? And I talked in a previous episode about how there are pieces of that Questions that are missing, but let's just take that at face value. You might have one person that says, You should absolutely get the Audio Technica ATR 2100, best mic you'll ever get. Okay, it's a good mic, no problem with that. Somebody else might say, Just get the Samsung Q2U. Also a good mic. Somebody else might say, get the Audio-Technica AT-2005. Another person might say, get the Blue Yeti. Another person might say, I really enjoyed my Blue Snowball. Somebody else might say, well, you really don't want a USB microphone. You want a microphone and a great interface or a great mixer. All of these things by themselves are not necessarily wrong. They might not be the right solution for you in your particular situation, but they're not necessarily wrong. But what happens... Is new podcasters wanting to be careful with their budgets, wanting to make good decisions, and also, frankly, probably wanting to be as self-sufficient as possible, go out mining for gold among the different Facebook groups and the different forums and the different websites... And what they end up, instead of getting gold, is lost in the woods with everybody around them hollering out different sets of directions like they know what they should do. If, if you've ever watched The Price is Right, this is a great example. It's a TV show here in the US. If you've not seen it, it's a show where people have to guess prices. And one of the things that will happen is if somebody doesn't know the answer, or even if they do, everybody in the crowd is also trying to yell an answer at them. And so even if there's a person in the crowd that knows the right answer, there's a good chance that the contestant can't hear it, can't understand it. Even if everybody in the crowd knows the right answer, unless they're all hollering it in sync, the contestant isn't going to be able to understand what they need to do. They're not going to be able to understand the instructions. And that, in my mind, is what happens to a lot of podcasters when they're trying to get started. I don't want that to be you though. So here's what I want you to do, and this actually came up in a Facebook group question today. The question was, what one piece of advice would you give to a new podcaster? That particular question got answers ranging from, here's my free resource, to be consistent, to make sure that you produce with what works for you, to any number of other things. This, however, was the answer that I gave. Find one person that you trust to be your guide. It could be a coach, it could be a mentor, it could be a leader, a consultant, I don't care what you call it, but find that one person and follow their advice. It is so tempting to try to listen to everybody and to follow all of the conflicting advice. Don't do that. Find that one person and follow them until you have the experience and the perspective to start answering your own questions and understand why you might want to change things to meet your personal style and your goals and the constraints. On a personal level, I don't really care that much who you pick to be your guide as long as they're reputable. I don't care whether it's paid or free. I do this kind of thing for people, but it doesn't have to me. What I want for you is that you pick one person. Just pick one person and then follow what they say to do until you're at a place where you're comfortable and you can start picking things up for yourself. If you've already picked up your podcasting guide, I'd love to know who that is. You can hit me up. I'm at Top Tier audio on Twitter. If you'd like to connect with me personally, if you'd like to talk to me about consulting or about editing or about anything related to your podcast, TopTierAudio.com is the place for all of that. Thanks for listening. Now go out there and make a great podcast.